Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. I lost the sun. I lost the sun. We're quits. And if the tally agrees, then I'm willing to let things go on the way they were before. I hope that we could come here and reason together. And as a reasonable man, I'm willing to do whatever's necessary to find a peaceful solution to these problems. But I have selfish reasons. My youngest son was supposed to leave this country because of this Sonotso business. All right, I have to make arrangements to bring him back here safely, clear of all these false charges. But I'm a superstitious man, and if some unlucky accident should befall him, if he should get shot in the head by a police officer, or if he should hang himself in his jail cell, or if he's struck by a bolt of lightning, then I'm going to blame some of the people in this room, and then I do not forgive, but... That aside, let me say that I swear on the souls of my grandchildren that I will not be the one to break the peace we've made here today. Now you've heard the rest, now you'll hear the best, where science and logic prevail, the savage nation. The whole world is asking how could this happen in plain sight. The whole world is saying why it's impossible. There's not a banana republic after all. The whole world is saying, wait a minute, he was in a cell, uh, the guards were off duty, uh, let's see, no cameras, the cameras were turned off. Why, this happens in a South American prison, doesn't it, or in Mexico or Guatemala, Russia, China. It doesn't happen in America. Why, after all, it can't happen here. No, can't happen here. 
You know who else has been kept in the uh, Metropolitan Correctional Center to show you how tight it is, how locked down it is? El Chapo was in that cell. High-ranking al-Qaeda operatives responsible for the embassy bombings in Tanzania are in that prison. Others who stayed in the MCC were Gambino crime family bosses John Gotti and Jackie D'Amico, drug kingpin Frank Lucas, Ponzi scheme fraudster Bernie Madoff, and terrorist Omar Abdel Rahman and Ramzi Youssef. None of them were found dead in their cells. This case seems to, uh, I hate to use the word, trump all of those cases. No pun intended. Epstein's death equals sexual blackmail, in my humble opinion. Now, he has careful notes. Allegedly, he kept careful notes on who he flew on his jet and who was involved with him in his pedophilia ring. And the notes are allegedly kept somewhere on his private island or his private jet in a safe. I wouldn't be surprised if a tsunami hit that island and the island got washed out to sea. But then no one would raise questions, would they? So let's all take a deep breath and admit that the country is economically stable but a social, nervous breakdown wreck. The guards disappear, cameras are turned off straight out of the third world. Who did this? Who did it? What if Hillary Clinton was president and this happened? Oh, don't even say that. Come on. I just said it. So let's run the timeline back from Epstein. This all started with what? It started with two years of falsely accusing Donald Trump of Russia collusion. But it wasn't sticking. Nevertheless, they thought they had Trump until the Mueller testimony blew up in their face. Mueller was finally seen to be an incompetent, bumbling fool. That case died that day. What happened next? Do you remember? There were the Democrat debates. What happened there? That blew up in their face when everyone realized none of them could win. Every Democrat running was seen as an incompetent, stupid leftist fool belonging in a university. What happened next? Almost overnight, within a few days, two mass shootings. What happened next? Epstein is found dead in his cell. Are these pieces connected in some way? I don't know. What do you think? To me, there seems to be some connection between all of it. What might it be? Something's wrong with this whole picture. It just does not add up. There's a line that runs through all of these points, and I cannot put my finger on this line. I don't know what's going on here. It's obvious that there's something much bigger than we can see. Please don't say, Savage, you're going down the conspiracy road. If you kill a man in a jail like this, the most secure prison in the world, with the whole world watching, and then say, screw you to the world, there's something much bigger going on than any of us can see. Let me ask you this. If this had happened under a Hillary Clinton presidency, what would be going on today? Well, it happened under Trump. I'm not saying he had anything to do with it, but something here doesn't add up. This country is economically stable, somewhat, but a social wreck. It is a society that is just shattered. You don't have to have been killed in a jail lockdown. As I said to you, El Chapo was in that jail. High-ranking al-Qaeda operatives responsible for the embassy bombings in Tanzania are in that prison. Others who stayed in that prison were Gambino crime family bosses, John Gatti and Jackie D'Amico, drug kingpin Frank Lucas, Ponzi scheme fraudster Bernie Madoff, and terrorist Omar Abdel Rahman and Ramzi Youssef. Think about this. I mean, it's about incomprehensible, isn't it?
they do an autopsy and no one sees the results? Are they going to cremate him as well? Will he have been cremated right after the autopsy and we're told there's nothing but ashes? Ashes and ashes, dust to dust. The warden, we have a picture of her on the Savage Nation website, michaelsavage.com. Shirley Skipper Cott, she refuses to speak. Take a look. Take a look at her. Shirley Skipper Cott, warden at MCC. Now, I want to ask you something. Am I the only one in the entire media who asked one of my staff to find out who the warden was and post her picture? We can't find it anywhere else. Robert, Jim, Doug, no one could find it. Only Karen found it. Then we learned today that Epstein feared his cellmate, a muscle-bound ex-cop charged in murder who was moved before the financier's death. Really? The warden doesn't speak? The video cameras were turned off? The guards weren't checking him every 30 minutes like they were supposed to do if he's on special observation status? They put him back in his cell weeks after he supposedly tried to commit suicide, even though he had what looked to be choking marks around his neck? They didn't put him in the special jumpsuit they have, which is designed to stop you from harming yourself? His cellmate left the cell and was not immediately replaced per normal protocol? The decision to take him off suicide watch was not approved by a program coordinator after a face-to-face evaluation. This is something right out of The Godfather. This is life imitating art. Anyone listening to me right now, anyone listening to this show, think very carefully. If you get in the hands of a federal prison, that's it. Your life is over. You lose all power over your life. You have no, where's your freedom now? Do you feel more secure in America today or less secure? What idiot listening to this show will tell me, all is fine, MAGA? Now, tell me it's all MAGA, that he has a fourth-dimensional chess game going on, and we shouldn't worry. He's investigating it. Later on in this program, in the next hour, we have an expert on Epstein's suicide, Christine Tartaro. And the reason I had her on as a guest is that she's the author of Suicide and Self-Harm in Prison and Jails. Christine Totaro, professor of criminal justice at Stockton University, New Jersey, and the author of Suicide and Self-Harm in Prisons and Jails. That's in the next hour. You're not going to want to miss this show because I can't, I can't wait for that interview. I want to know how uncommon this is. Now, I'm not going to do the easy radio 101 and you think, say, who is behind it. I'm not going to take calls on Bill Clinton. We've all heard it before, so drop that caller. Already we have the, the, the anti-Clinton nuts calling. Can we have some brains behind the calls today? Someone with a brain. Can we have a, I don't know, a criminal defense attorney who knows something about prisons? Can we have someone from New York who's been in that prison, a prisoner who's been in that prison, to tell us something about it? I can tell you a little personal story from someone I knew who's no longer with us on this earth. He was not in this prison, but he was in one where Bernie Madoff is, upstate New York, Otisville. And guess what happened one day? They took him out of his cell, my friend, this man I knew. They removed him from his cell for something. I don't know what. And the molester who was in the cell with him was found beaten almost to death. It's two worlds, my friends. It's this world and the underworld, the caged world. I know you don't want to hear about the caged world, but that's the caged world that's separate from the uncaged world. But are we really living in an uncaged world where the truth is the only thing separating us from insanity? 855-47282. I want to talk about the sex trade. I want to talk about the bigger issue here, which is not so much the sex trade, 
But the other story that is right in front of our eyes, and that is what? What's under the surface of all of this? What's under the surface? Hmm? Well, what's under the surface? I'll let you figure it out. Sexual blackmail. It didn't begin with Epstein, but there's an amazing article that links Epstein all the way back in time to Roy Cohn, if you know who he is. Klepstein's, I call him Klepstein, it's very funny. Klepstein's links in this sexual blackmail operation has not led to any media outlet examining the history of sexual blackmail. You do know about uh, J. Edgar Hoover, don't you? Remember that story? Don't know anything about it anymore? You do know about McCarthy, and you do know about Roy Cohen, don't you? Well, maybe you do, maybe you don't. All I can say to you is this, is that Epstein's connection going all the way back, all the way back to the timeline that I ran, is something you need to think about if you care about liberty in this nation. This is the savage nation. Read my lips. Something stinks. The phone number is 855-400-SAVAGE, 855-400-7282. Before we take our break and take your calls on this, if you want to see the warden at the Metropolitan Correctional Center who will not be on Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, or NBC, in fact, I don't know if I've seen her picture anywhere except on the little tiny website called michaelsavage.com. She has not spoken. Wouldn't you think that with a case of this magnitude, the warden would come out and give a press conference? Wouldn't you think by even the movie version would have her, if she had any brains, or those who run her or control her, running a press conference outside the MCC today or yesterday, the day it happened, saying, we're shocked by this, blah, blah, blah. We're going to get to the bottom of it. Any questions? We're now living in another country. It's not a country that I grew up in. It's not a country I ever thought I would live in. This is the Savage Nation. How do you feel about this? Back in a minute. Savage. Okay, let's talk reality here. When you hear the word prepper, what do you think comes to mind? Well, it probably isn't good because Hollywood's phony elite decided that they were a bunch of paranoid freaks wearing tinfoil hats waiting for the earth to end. Well, I'm here to tell you that there's nothing crazy about being prepared, is there? You know, what's the last time an earthquake gave a warning or a tornado uh, sent a, uh, an email in advance or a power outage made an appointment with you? Did you ever notice what happens when the weatherman reports a hurricane approaching? What do they do? People board up their homes and empty the shelves at the local grocery store. What exactly are these lunatics doing? Uh, they're prepping. Thankfully, preparedness has evolved, and leading the way are the great people at My Patriot Supply. From emergency food storage to water filtration to survival essentials, this great company, My Patriot Supply, stocks the items needed to survive a disaster so you can be ahead of the mob and have peace of mind. What's wrong with that? We've all been caught off guard by life's unforeseen challenges. Please don't let that happen to you. Go online to MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com. Please do this for the sake of yourself and your family. Be prepared. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. 
So two weeks before Epstein is found dead in his cell, and we still don't know how he died in his cell. Notice this. The world is watching, but the arrogant elites who run the world are saying to the people, drop dead, go watch a sporting match. Drop dead, you idiots. You're peons. You mean nothing to us. We can kill anyone we want anywhere at any time, and nothing will happen. Most recent inmate assigned to Epstein's cell was taken out of the cell on Friday just hours before his death, right out of the Godfather. So they removed the muscle-bound cop who's in jail for killing four people, a hulking ex-cop facing the death penalty on a federal murder and drug, drug charges, Nicholas Tartaglioni. Nicholas Tartaglioni was the roommate or the cellmate for uh, Epstein. And then Epstein's found with marks on his neck, and he says he doesn't know what happened. He tried to kill himself. That was two weeks ago. So they transferred Tartaglioni out of Epstein's cell in the facility's special housing unit, which is the most heavily secured part of the MCC that separates the other high-profile inmates from the general pop. This is the tightest prison in the world. No one knows why Tartaglioni was removed from the cell. Epstein's placed on suicide watch. A new inmate is assigned to Epstein's cell. And this new inmate is taken out of his cell on Friday, just hours before uh, Epstein's found dead. Is there a fiction writer listening to this show? You know I've written three best-selling novels, Abuse of Power and others. If you were writing a movie version of this, would this be happening in a nation with so many educated people, with such a high level of literacy? Could this even be possible in a nation with such a high level of literacy? Huh? Oh, you think it's just an accident? Listen to the people calling. You'll never believe this. Is there any listening to the show wants to call from New York City who works at the MCC? Okay, let's take callers from around America. Apparently no one knows anything in New York. Wisconsin, a correctional officer is calling. Call line three. What do you think about this whole story? Yeah, Dr. Savage, 21 years in corrections. I've worked with Stephen Avery, Brendan Dassey. Those cameras do not get turned off by the warden or anybody that's got to come from a higher power (laughs) these cameras are on 24 hours a day seven days a week they have recording ability this is an inside job somebody they're saying that they don't record inside the cell they say they only record outside the cell i don't believe that's true is it no that's that's absolutely false they do record well that's being reported by murdoch's uh, uh press there the new york post he's actually having his reporters saying that they're lying. They are lying to the American public. That is just one more thing the government is covering up on us. Why? Why do you think that Epstein was offed? <laughs> There's so many probably high-powered people that are that he was going to rat on. All right, fine. Let's say there are. We all know that there are. We've seen all the names. You don't have to say them again. But the names are still there, locked in a notebook he kept of all of the uh, um, trips on his plane and with the girls. Those notebooks are now the issue. When are they going to disappear? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Who's going well, when to- will the island be blown up by accident by a, a hydrogen bomb that falls out of a U.S. jet? The private island will disappear from, from the Bahamas as an American jet laden with nuclear weapons accidentally crashes into the island. Why, that's not possible? People will say there's nothing to see here. Let's move along. Let's talk about the naked girls in Murdoch's publications. You're trying to read a story, right away your eye goes to some slut whose pajamas fell off. Savage.
Did you know that according to new studies, listen, just over 10% of break-ins are planned beforehand. Most break-ins are spur of the moment. They're crimes of opportunity. In other words, they're random. Did you know most break-ins happen between 6 in the morning and 6 at night in the middle of the day? <laughs> according to the FBI, the average loss in a burglary is over $2,000. That can be hard to recover from. Homes without home security are 300% more likely to be broken into. 65% of burglaries are committed by someone the victim knows. July and August are when most burglaries occur. And what's crazy is that only one in five homes have home security. Maybe because most companies really don't make it easy to get home security. They confuse you. It's expensive. It's a hassle, right? That's why I'm telling you to get Simply Safe. Hands down the best. Simply Safe protects every door, window, room, skylight with 24-7 professional monitoring. And they make it easy for you. There's no contract, no hidden fees, no fine print. Around-the-clock monitoring is just $15 a month. But listen, one thing that truly makes Simply Safe stand out is their video verification technology. Listen carefully. You see, when other home security systems are triggered, a lot of the time police assume it's a false alarm and the call goes to the bottom of their list. But not with Simply Safe because they use their video verification technology and they're able to visually confirm that a break-in is happening, which allows police to get to the scene 3.5 times faster than other home security companies. Visit simplysafe.com slash Michael Savage. You'll get free shipping, 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure you go to simplysafe.com. Are you listening carefully? You've got to go to simplysafe.com, and you've got to slash Michael Savage. Why? So they know that this show sent you. You like this podcast? You like this show? Visit simplysafe.com slash Michael Savage. Nations had a nervous breakdown. It's true that jobs reports are good, economically stable, but it's like having a rich uncle who's insane. That's what the country's become like. A totally deranged uncle running things uh, in your house. Money's flowing in. Everyone's working, but everyone's a, a, mental, a mental case. Guards disappear. Cameras are turned off. And a guy allegedly kills himself. He's given an autopsy and no results of the autopsy. I'm shocked that they gave him an autopsy. Remember the Scalia case? Remember the Scalia case? Oh, you know who he was, don't you remember? Disappeared in a strange circumstance in a uh, house of ill repute, an alleged hotel on the, t on the Mexican-Texas border. Remember the Tex-Mex border where the other elites used to go for a little R&R? Scalia went down there and was found he had smothered himself with a pillow. Remember that one? So people said, wait a minute, you can't smother yourself with a pillow. Well... They didn't even do an autopsy. They just fried him. They gave the world ashes and said, go away, little boy. There's nothing here. Remember that? You don't remember that, do you? Scalia, remember the name? So this is not the first time a high-profile individual has, found, has been found dead under weird circumstances. You know? Notice we're not talking about the wall anymore. What wall? 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 Was he in a padded cell? Wall banger? Wall? Has wall banger talked about the wall recently? Nah. <laughs> Wallbangers own lock, stock, and barrel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Conspiracy theories abound. Why the president himself would retweet a conspiracy post tying Clinton to Epstein's death makes no sense to me. Couldn't he stay out of this? Why must he take a low-grade, obvious connectivity, obvious connection here? Why must he now join in? with Why? 
He's the leader of the free world. Why does he have to join in attacking Clinton? Tell me what, how did that benefit him? That raised his profile? Okay, what do you think? You've heard all the pieces. The warden is yet to speak, Shirley Skipper Scott. Has anyone found a picture of her anywhere but on michaelsavage.com? Jim, Clint, anywhere? We can't find it. Warden of the New York Manhattan Correctional Center is Shirley Skipper Scott, studied at Alabama State U. She worked as a social scientist in the federal system for several years at the GS-12 level, earning a salary of seventy-three dollars to $90,000, okay? In 2013, you better listen to this part of it, the warden of the MCC sued Eric Holder, who was attorney general, for employment discrimination. The case was resolved in 2016. She's then hired in the Federal Prison Administration at the GS-14 level, which is in the top 10% of federal pay. Her last reported salary was 127 to 18. And Shirley Skipper Scott lists her employer as the U.S. Department of Justice and Federal Bureau of Prisons. She was the warden. She is the warden. How could she not speak? Why is it that all of the news eagles in New York City are not outside her door with cameras, microphones? Tell me why. I want to know, where, where, where is the reporters in New York? You know, they're, they're greedy, they're hungry. Where are the reporters for Hollywood Reporter, for any of those scandal sheets? Where are they? Wouldn't they be demanding an interview with her? She's nowhere, huh? Okay, I want to hear what you have to say. Detroit, Ted Line 5, your opinion counts. Go ahead, please. What's on your mind? Hey, Dr. Savage, I'm going to suggest something as old as time, and that is employee incompetence. Incompetence. So the cameras are turned off, the guards are taken off duty. That's incompetence? Uh, Dr. Savage, I was a nursing home administrator for 25 years, 24-7 high-risk people, and I learned that everything bad that always happened seemed to happen on the weekends. No managers, all your good staff is off. And everything bad happened. Uh, so it wasn't it wasn't uh, on purpose. The cameras turned themselves off, and the guards went out for a lunch break while he hung himself. Could could be, could, could be. be. Just, and what excuse me, what did he hang himself with? Since he was in a secure area of the prison, and they're not even given shoelaces. What could he have done it with? I'm with you. This stinks, but I'm also suggesting that your worst employees are usually working on the weekends. <laughs> not in a lockdown of this magnitude where you have the most high-profile, uh, let us say, terrorists, murderers, gangsters in the world. I don't think so. I disagree with you, but I, hey, look, I, I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I don't agree with you. I wasn't there. We don't know. But this stinks to high heaven. Come on. Everyone, everyone in the world with, it, with an IQ above a certain level knows this stinks. Even Fat Al, who made the tuna with his arm in the tuna, would know this stinks to high heaven. And I'm sending you my great book, A Savage Life. I think I'm going to start giving it out all day today. Sometimes I just want to live in the past. The present is too painful. The world we are living in makes no sense. The country has had a nervous breakdown. New York City, Michael was a nurse in corrections. I want to hear what he has to say, don't you? See, this is the beauty of talk radio. It's instantaneous. People who you can't hear from on Fox News... You're going to hear from on this show, Michael in New York. Go ahead, please. You were a nurse in this in this FCC. Taking my call, first time caller to any radio station. So uh, bear with me for a second. Uh, one, Trump 
is definitely tweeting nonsense because he's pandering to a base. So when he tweets about Epstein and the Clinton conspiracy, that's the feed, the bottom feed is of his base. In the case of uh, Epstein. I agree with that 100%. It was the women who put Trump over the top last time, and they're not buying this. The women are far more nuanced and more sensitive, not only to issues like this, but issues like uh, protections for animals near extinction. And Trump is stepping on the environment, by the way. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I tw- I, uh, respond- and the women are going to abandon him. The women are going to abandon him. He's only going to get the unevolved males voting for him again. Absolutely correct, sir. Absolutely. In the case of Epstein, Epstein was not on a suicide watch, by all accounts, from what I'm reading, in the same press that you're reading, which means he would have had access to bed sheets. He can easily fasten a noose out of that. Observing the officers walking, everybody... Wait, well, why would he have... Ki- Wait, hold on. You're saying that Epstein killed himself. I'm saying it's not impossible that he did, given the... All right, well, that's what, that's what we're, we're talking here, but... Let me ask you this. The cellmate who was put in there with him after the muscle-bound cop was removed two weeks before was removed from his cell the night before he's killed. Doesn't that smack you as odd? It is odd. I met that individual uh, in another correctional setup. He, uh, he actually had uh, corrective, not corrective surgery, but he had to have surgery done because he himself got beat up when he first went into MCC. Uh, it is odd that they removed the inmate. Uh, it's not so odd that they didn't have someone to put in with Epstein because maybe they didn't have somebody to qualify for the special housing unit. However, what I do find extremely odd is that such a high profile, this is a national, international, high profile person, he was not put on a one-to-one directly. And Now, wait a minute. I want people who are listening to this radio program and on the stream around the world to understand you're an anonymous caller who was a nurse in this in this exact facility. Michael, is that true? No, not in that facility. In a New York City, in a New York City jail, which dealt with high profiles. Sometimes we transferred. For example, uh, the jail, the jail that Tartione first went into, he was uh, elected being removed because they didn't want to keep him in that jail. Wait, wait. The the man who the cop who's in for for mur- four murders. I met him. Yes. The muscle bound cop who, who Epstein was afraid of. Correct. It is very unusual that he was moved at the time in which it seems to be reported. It's not unusual that there's not a camera directly in the cell. There's always a camera on the hallway. There's no way that that cell block didn't have operational cameras. But, but hold on now. This is interesting. You mean there's no cameras in the cells themselves? No. Nope. No, sir. There. Oh, so that's the ACLU saying you're invading the privacy of the prisoner, right? There are privacy rights. Now... So that's to give the inmates the uh, opportunity to have sex with each other. I get it. Okay. <laughs> uh, possibly. I don't know about that. But each case stands on its own, but it's not unusual. Uh, it sounds like with every 30-minute ring, which is like a walkthrough, it sounds like they missed a ring, and he sees the opportunity. Now, by accounts, it appears that they caught up to him on the subsequent follow-up ring because they caught him in cardiac arrest, which means you have a window of about five minutes. So when he did it, he did it within five minutes of potential that he walked by, unless someone in the cell block tipped somebody off that the guy was in distress. Now, your caller, your call says he was not mentally strong. What is this based upon? Not, nothing that he's not mentally strong. He just didn't have the, uh, maybe the desire to live. I don't know. I never read his profile. I don't know uh, what, why he chose maybe to end his life and murder off continues to live his life. Uh, 
these, you know, the uh, the suicide bombers, uh, they can't commit suicide. It's against their religion. But they're still in a special martyr state by being incarcerated for the deeds that they've done. The likes of John Gotti or El Chapo, El Chapo's just looking for his next escape. So for him, there's always hope. As long as he has $16 billion, he has hope to get out. Okay, you're saying Epstein had no hope. His life was over anyway. A man who was used to this level of uh, cavalier freedom could not foresee living is your theory. So that raises another question. Why was Epstein given double indemnity? He did pay his price, although it was a reduced sentence. He did serve his time. Who reopened the case against Epstein is the bigger pregnant question here, isn't it? It certainly is, and that I do not have... Nobody in the media has asked that question. Epstein, remember, went to prison for this. It was a slap on the wrist. Uh, Trump had to fire his labor secretary, Acosta. Well, wait a minute. Who reopened this vendetta against Epstein and why? Now, you have to ask yourself that question. Was Was it the attorney general of New York, the monster of New York, who's after Trump? Is she the one who brought the new charges against Epstein that got him back into jail and put him into the MCC? I don't have the answers, man, but there's an awful lot of questions. There are more of them than answers, aren't there? There are certainly, and that's exactly the thread that you're looking for. I think that that's where it's all linked together with the mass shooting. Who, how is this all? It's not coincidental. Oh, you heard my timeline? I'm the only one to put the pieces together? Oh. Something is wrong with the timeline. Something goes back to the Russia collusion, which blew up. The Dem debates, which blew up. Then there's two mass shootings. And then all of a sudden, there's this. There's some connectivity, and I cannot put my finger on it. I want to send you a gift of my book, A Savage Life. Michael, I ho- is this the first time you've listened to this show? We count on you. My- Michael, hold on before you go. Yes. Have, you ever lis- have you ever listened to my show before? Uh, I'm a- Unfortunately, I have to listen to it now in podcast mostly it just this morning i this afternoon rather i got up and i said let me set the alarm for three o'clock so i can go on your- right you know why they took me off in new york don't you i i i uh tweeted you and you tweeted back right to the right to the station which i give the station hell all the time well that- i don't control what program directors do some of them prefer people who haven't shaved yet to men and so therefore i have no control over that uh, thank you. Stay in the line, and we'll send you a copy of A Savage Life. Savage. All right, welcome back to the Savage Nation. You've heard them all, and now you're going to hear the best again. Nobody has put together the timeline that I constructed for you, because to me there's... You know, in science, you don't know the answer to certain things. You just find little data points, right? You find pieces of evidence. But you don't necessarily know whether these pieces of evidence connect in any way, right? That's what we're seeing here. There's there's a timeline here. Started with the Russia collusion. Two years didn't stick. They thought they had Trump. Didn't work. Then they get the Mueller testimony. Again, the Dems thought they had him. By the way, where's Nadler? You haven't heard from Nadler, have you, since Mueller's testimony? Where'd Fatso go? Where'd ex-Fatso go? He's back to fixing tickets in Brooklyn. Where is he? So that didn't work. Then the Dems blow up during their debates. They realize none of them could be elected. Then what happens? Two shootings, two mass shootings within 12 hours of each other. All by accident. Nothing connected. What happens next? 
Epstein found dead in a cell. Oh, really? Guards disappeared during murder, cameras turned off straight out of the third world. Who did it? Is the question. I'll be back. This is the Savage Nation. Be here or be nowhere. The Westwood One Podcast Network. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. I lost the sun. I lost the sun. We're quits. And if the tally agrees, then I'm willing to let things go on the way they were before. I hope that we could come here and reason together. And as a reasonable man, I'm willing to do whatever's necessary to find a peaceful solution to these problems. But I have selfish reasons. My younger son was supposed to leave this country because of this Sanotso business. All right, I have to make arrangements to bring him back here safely, clear of all these false charges. But I'm a superstitious man, and if some unlucky accident should befall him, if he should get shot in the head by a police officer, or if he should hang himself in his jail cell, or if he's struck by a bolt of lightning, then I'm going to blame some of the people in this room, and then I do not forgive, but... That aside, let me say that I swear on the souls of my grandchildren that I will not be the one to break the peace we've made here today. Mm. <laughs> so, Saturday morning, I get a call from a friend I'd heard from in a long while. He said, did you hear that Epstein killed himself? I said, not really. I, I was asleep. I didn't care. Then I tweet, guards disappeared during murder, cameras turned off, straight out of third world, who did it? I initially tweeted Arcaside, Arcanicide, and then I took it down because it was too obvious. But everyone immediately put that connectivity together. But I was too, too, I think it's too obvious, frankly. To me, the Arcanside thing is just too obvious. There's more to it than meets the story. And, uh, there's more to it that doesn't make sense today than on that day. And if you care to chime in on this, uh, especially from someone like I had in the last hour who's a nurse in prisons in Manhattan, they're the ones I really want to hear from. I, or a nurse anywhere, or a prison guard in this country. I know many of you listen to this show. Or even prisoners. I know I'm very popular amongst prisoners in this country. And I wonder what you have to say about this. Monologue. Epstein death equals sexual blackmail. His careful notes are locked in a safe on his private jet or island. Expect a tsunami to hit that island any second. So what's going on here? Country is economically stable, but a social wreck. It's Chernobyl. Socially, this country is like Chernobyl. It's melting down. I'm sorry. You you understand that this is almost impossible to perceive as as, as rational, that we would accept this. Do you understand what happens to you when you go into jail? You can't get as much as an aspirin without someone checking off on it. 
In most jails, you can't wear a shoelace, keep a razor, wear a belt. And in a high-profile prison, like the Metropolitan Community, whatever it's called, MCC, there's a virtually no chance of anyone killing themselves. It's never happened. Has anything happened before? No, never. So suicide, no, I don't believe so. And what was he in jail for? Well, it was double indemnity. He already paid his price. That's the part that bothers me the most. I don't know who brought him back up on charges, but he's about to stand trial again for allegedly sexually abusing dozens of girls, many of them underage. The crime is outrageous, but he already went to prison. Do you remember that? So then he's put on suicide watch on July 23rd after being found semi-conscious in a cell with marks in his neck. Prison officials then say it was a failed suicide attempt. Six days later, he's unexpectedly removed from suicide watch and put into a segregated area of the prison with extra security known as the special housing unit in which they put molesters, for example. Okay, so how could this even have happened? Tell me how this could have happened. Have we heard from any of his legal team, Rod Reed Weingarten, Marty Weinberg, or Michael Miller, or Mark Fernrich? Have they said a word yet? I haven't seen them blabbering anywhere. Epstein was supposed to be given a cellmate, and yet the new cellmate was removed from his cell a day before, right out of the Godfather. He's supposed to be monitored by prison guards every 30 minutes, 24 hours a day. But what happened? I don't know. Where were the cameras? Well, there's cameras in the hallway 24-7. And uh, if it was not an inside job, how about surveillance cameras outside the Metropolitan Correction Center, MCC, going back 24 hours outside the prison, right, Jim? Take a look at every car that drove by the MCC and hone in on their license plates. I mean, if I were the detective, if I were working for Attorney General Barr, the first thing they ask for surveillance cameras outside the prison. Forget inside. Again, we're looking in the wrong place. How about the foot traffic going in and out of the jail out there? You're telling me they don't have footage? Who came in? Who went out? Everyone going into that prison has to be um, let in, right? No, you just walk in to take a tour. It's like going to the, the, the museum, museum of Modern Art. So not everyone can walk in there, so there must be cameras of that. So you get cameras of the people coming in, going out. Then you get pictures of the cars going around it within a 10-block radius, if you want. I mean, you want to do an investigation, Mr. Barr. That's what you're going to have to do. But to me, this smacks very much like the Scalia so-called suicide where he allegedly smothered himself with a pillow. Look, I went on the air. I said this didn't make sense either, especially since after Mr. Scalia, who was chief justice, was found dead in a sleazebag motel on a Tex-Mex border. Did you notice there was not even an autopsy? Remember, I was the only one in the media who said, hold on now. By law, if a homeless person in any city in America is found dead in the street, by law, they must be given an autopsy. Strangely enough, Chief Justice of the U.S. Supreme Court was not afforded an autopsy. Instead, his body was cremated immediately, and we bought that. So since we, the idiots, bought that, owing to the tabloid nature of Fox News and all the media outlets, they know they're going to get away with this. It's over. Move on. There's nothing more to be talked about here. Let's move on and talk about, I don't know. You go on to the article and any of the um, scandal sheets, you try to read more about it, particularly Murdoch scandal sheets in England, and you can't finish the story without seeing a naked girl on the right side. This one dropped her blouse. That one's uh, bikini fell off. That one's smooching with her girlfriend. 
You can't even read a story. The minds of America and the world have been destroyed by the tabloid press. And you ask yourself, what's going on in the world? Why is it so bad? The answer is the media destroyed the world. The media destroyed the mind of the world. So you'll say, well, Savage, come on. You're putting yourself above everyone else? No, I'm part of the media. I admit that. So why am I talking about this? Because I cannot believe that this will be done in plain sight and they, and they think they're going to get away with it. When I know they're going to get away with it. Whoever did it, whoever killed him, and there's no question in my mind he didn't kill himself. Do you disagree with me? Do you disagree with me? Do you think he actually killed himself? They won't release the autopsy. The woman who is the um, uh, warden hasn't been heard from. I have a picture of her on michaelsavage.com. Jim, is her picture appearing anywhere else? Any other website? Yes? No? Maybe? No one has seen it anywhere. But I want to know what you think. This is a facility that is the most protected in the world. Something is wrong. And I don't think we're going to get any answers on this. Huh? I, I'm not into conspiracy theories, but I don't think this is a conspiracy. I think it's common sense. Vermont, Octavio, line two, what do you think? Go ahead, please. Oh, Michael, thank you for taking my call. Um, I wanted to share two things with you that... Uh, the number the first thing I wanted to share was I, I unfortunately some I'm not proud of I was once put in suicide watch when incarcerated uh, this happened in Florida and trust me uh, if I wanted to commit suicide with all my efforts it would have been literally impossible and I want to tell you something I once had a house in Florida I was on suicide watch every time I went there from the heat but go on <laughs> I believe that plus the water <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can't you even can't if drink I wanted ground water you can't swim without getting a rash. And then you have to go to Mar-a-Lago. I mean, they, uh, they took away all my neckties and belts. Listen, everything, it would, it would have been impossible for me to do, even if I wanted to run and ram my head into the wall. The walls were padded. There was an officer, a uh, correction officer, always sitting in front of the, uh, it wasn't even bars. It was like glass. I was, I was completely naked, wearing like a padded vest. It, it would have been completely what do you impossible. Mean, on suicide watch, they keep you in there naked? I was naked, and uh, on my body was like a, a padded, a padded vest. Uh, it was very strange. I was literally naked, but with a padded vest. It was humiliating. It was disgusting. All right. So your point is what that you can't kill yourself in, a, in, in, in on the suicide watch. That and the fact that no one's really mentioning this. Maybe he's not dead. Maybe he. Oh no, no, that that I don't buy. I've seen. I saw the stretcher with him on it. Come on. Well, maybe he's saying... You've been alone too long. No, please, he's dead. He's dead. He's dead. I mean, all I feel is maybe he's saying like a bird. He provided videos, and maybe maybe they, he, he made a deal for a, a witness protection program, and in that deal is you fake my death, I give you all my videos. He's going to open, what, a pizzeria in Nebraska? I'm sorry? He's going to open a pizzeria in Omaha? Well, I don't know where he's going. Well, everyone be on the lookout for a Jewish guy who's pretending to be Italian running a deli or a, uh, what else, what other business could he go in? Well, I have no Wait idea. Wait a minute, I got an idea. He could do mortgages. He could do mortgages somewhere in the Midwest. I think with his kind of money, he doesn't need a business. But maybe he is in the witness protection program, and that's just my opinion. I've seen that on the internet. I would say that the likelihood is zero. I saw the picture of him on the stretcher. Come on, you saw the picture. See the picture? I know, it was photoshopped, right, okay. Octavia, are you still in uh, on Suicide Watch somewhere? 
I'm, I'm sorry? Excuse me? Are you out of prison or are you still on suicide watch somewhere? No, my God. Not only am I out of prison, this happened over almost two decades ago. And right, thank God. I didn't know. Just, so you're, you're, you're together now? Everything's working well? Oh, yeah, more than that. I'm retired. I'm doing great for myself. And, and you know, God bless. It was a terrible experience. And I, I don't wish Unlike to- the Trump administration, do you actually read books? Oh, I, I read a lot of books. And one- right, let me send you a savage life. I would send it to the White House, but it'd be used as a doorstop. At best, stay there. Um, savage life on the way to you. Uh, what do you think about this? Kentucky. Here's a, see, there's people around the country who can actually think in flyover country. I know they don't believe that in New York uh, at all. They don't believe anyone can think outside of New York City. But believe me, it was outside of New York City that saved us from Hitler. It was the people outside of New York City who defeated Hitler. It was not the people from New York City. Uh, Kentucky, Mike, welcome to the Savage Nation. What do you think? Thank you for taking my call, Dr. Savage. Uh, I was a prison guard, and I was here in Kentucky State Penitentiary, and uh, you mentioned something earlier about the coming and going of individuals that would be vendors or yep. contracted HVAC employees and this sort of thing. The okay. first place to look is, uh, you know, was there any odd things of people coming into that facility? But I'll Okay, wait, so I uh, said the first thing to do in an investigation is get the security footage of everyone coming in and out of that prison that day, right? Yes, sir. Uh, In other words, it could have been someone, uh, like you just said, it could have been a repairman for air conditioning or an assassin in in a repairman's uniform, correct? Uh, More or less, yeah, more or less. (laughs) You know, I worked on these things, and we got our guys' intake for Suicide Watch based on them ingesting Jimson weed here in Kentucky. So they had to be stripped. Their cells had to be stripped. We often placed our desks in front of the three on cells in the behavioral control unit to watch the group that came in. Wait, wait, what is this about Jimson weed? What, who smoked it? In Kentucky, uh, the some of the work crews at the medium security prison would get sent to us, and I was a young man out of the Navy working in a behavioral control unit at the Kentucky State Penitentiary. They would come in, and they would normally be in a hallucinogenic condition for up to four days. Oh, 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 the people who went nuts from Jimson weed. Yeah. So, that's why it was also known as loco weed. Yeah, our straightaway... Uh, pr- is, it, is it true Elizabeth Warren gives out a loco weed packet with every one of her contributors? She needs to. She's wacky. She's, she gives she's out a little uh, a rolled up of Jimson weed to every one of her supporters when she says she's going to steal from the rich and give to the poor, and they never heard that before? Uh-huh. All right, listen. It, this is not going to be resolved. I, my, my instincts tell me... You're not going to hear from Shirley Skipper Scott Warden for very... I don't think she's going to speak at all. Uh, she'll be reassigned before long. I think this is going to be brushed up. There'll be a meeting of the top media uh, moguls in this country with the top political officials in both parties, and some other scandal will hit the newspaper tomorrow or the next day, and we'll forget that he was uh, found dead in his cell. You agree with that one? And can cost themselves much much less suspicion. Uh, Michael, yeah, I wanted to... Right. Yeah, no, then something else is coming tomorrow. Wait, wait and just see. Something else is coming. You'll, you'll see. Maybe North Korea will fire another one off. Who knows? Stay on the line, Mike. I'm sending you a savage life. Uh, if anyone listening to the show wants to sound off, we're going to have time for a couple of quick calls. Then, a big treat. To me, it's a big deal to have experts on. We have Christine Tartaro. You say, oh, who is she? Well, she's a professor who wrote Suicide and Self-Harm in Prisons and Jails. I think I can learn from her. I think you can, too, right here on the Savage Nation. Savage.
Well, so we have this sex maniac who allegedly kills himself, and that's the key here that I was going to talk today about God, faith, and uh, and sexual madness. I didn't get around to it. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. God, faith, and sexual madness will be the title of tomorrow's show because we have become a sexually insane nation, again, because of the tabloid media that refuses to stop poisoning our brains uh, with pornography, soft and hard, on a daily basis. In fact, Epstein was a sex maniac by any definition. They say he needed three orgasms a day. Whether that's true or false is irrelevant. He was a sex maniac by any definition. How does a man of that age need sex around the clock and obsess around the clock with sex? And he's not alone, by the way. There are people uh, in New York, for example, who get away with sexual, uh, in New York and everywhere else, high-profile people who are sexual deviants who, uh, let us say, have underage uh, partners, totally illegal, and you've never heard about them. How is that possible? How? Well, you never heard of judges that were bought, media that were that was bought. That's the world we live in. It's like ancient Rome. Ancient Rome and America have a lot in common today. When I come back, we have our guest expert, Christine Tartaro, who wrote a book called Suicide and Self-Harm in Prisons and Jails. I want to learn about what happened here from her point of view, okay? And if you have something to say, stay tuned. I'll try to get to you today. Stay here. Back in a minute. Seven. We're still talking about the strange and really inexplicable, quote, suicide of Jeffrey Epstein. I haven't gotten to another big story, which I'll try to do tomorrow. Trump officials have weakened protections for animals near extinction. It's heartbreaking. I've worked my whole life to try to influence the outcome of this earth and the animals that we are here with. I spoke to the president about this. I thought he was sympathetic, but apparently oil and gas interests have taken control of the White House. I'll talk about that tomorrow. But right now we have our important guest, Christine Tartaro, professor of criminal justice and author of the important book, Suicide and Self-Harm in Prisons and Jails, something I know nothing about and I hope I know nothing about ever. Uh, Christine Tartaro, thank you so much for being with us on the Savage Nation. Thank you for having me. Isn't it unusual that Mr. Epstein was not checked on for hours or that he did not have a cellmate at the time of death? Well, I can't speak about what is common versus uncommon at that particular facility. I can tell you that the trend over the past 10 years has been uh, to move away from isolating people who are suicidal, unless it is the case that they seem to be a harm to others. So, for example, if if, uh, Epstein, and I haven't heard anything like this, but if Epstein was somebody who was going to assault another inmate, they might not want to put Epstein with somebody else. But definitely the trend has been away from using isolation because of the fact that most people, even if they are prisoner jail inmates, will say something if they see somebody else trying to take their own life. Right, and we we read that his earlier, he had a roommate, a muscle-bound ex-cop in for killing four people, scared Epstein, and they removed him. They put in another roommate, but here's the cellmate, sorry. The odd part, Professor, is that they removed this other cellmate the night before he was found dead. Yeah, I'd be very curious as to what the justification was for that move. And also, uh, I'd also be interested in finding out 
I mean, there are rumors swirling that there were supposed to be 30-minute checks. I don't know what the supervision level was in the, in the uh, housing unit where he was located at the time, but those checks, there, sh- there needs to be evidence of those checks. There should be logs. There also probably should be some video surveillance of it. So I'm, I'm interested in, in and I'm sure well, interested. I raised the issue of video surveillance of those coming in and out of the prison that day because let's say we go with the conspiracy theories that are floating around that he didn't kill himself. Wouldn't you begin by looking at the video surveillance outside the cell and see who came and went that day? Absolutely. I think that would be an interesting thing. And even if there wasn't rumors about their conspiracy and things like that, this would just be part of a normal suicide investigation to look at that type of video. So you've written a whole book about this. What is the typical way an inmate will commit suicide in a prison? Over 90% do so by hanging or asphyxiation. In other words, taking something, putting it around one's neck, and then uh, tying it to something. The person doesn't necessarily have to be suspended off the ground. It just has to be uh, in a way where the person can cut off oxygen for a couple of seconds long enough to go unconscious. You know, I live in California, and close to me was an actor, comedian named Robin Williams. And a number of years ago, he was found dead in his own garage by self-asphyxiation, and not by hanging, but by attaching himself to to like a doorknob. Right. Uh, How does that work? How does a man, a person, do that to themselves and and, and go through with the act? Let's say you you put something around your neck and you tie it to something. How do you do it before you pass out? Wouldn't you pass out before you died, in other words? Yeah, uh, usually people lose consciousness within... 30 seconds, and then organ failure will commence about four minutes after that. No, but what I mean is if an individual puts something around their neck and they're not hanging from it, but they put it, let's say, on a doorknob, wouldn't they pass out before they died? Yeah, they're going to definitely pass out, and then later on, and and a few minutes later, they would die. You know, once the body is is without oxygen for so long, then the the body... Well, I guess what I'm asking, and this is a, a technical question, wouldn't them being deprived of oxygen, knock them out, and then they wouldn't die because they would have died, They would have passed out before they finished the act of suicide? What happen is the person will pass out and then probably lean further into... Okay, sure all right, so they pass out and then it becomes even more uh, likely that they, that they die. Uh, but they say that there weren't any sheets in the, in the cell at the MCC. The man wasn't even wearing any clothing that could have been used. Can you tell us something about that, please? Well, uh, it would make sense to not have bed sheets in there, since bed sheets are the most frequently used instrument for this. But it really doesn't take much. You can use pants, a shirt, underwear, shoelaces, anything <laughs> like that. Would- God, I'm, I'm glad to learn all of this. That's great. It's good information. Sorry. <laughs> Come on, I have a dark sense of humor about everything, or else I couldn't do this show anymore. Right. Uh, this is a horrible story, and it's affecting America, I think, very deeply, Christine. As a, are you by training an author and or a sociologist or a psychologist? What's your background? I have a Ph.D. in criminal justice. Uh, I used to work for the New Jersey Department of Corrections in their Office of Community Programs. And I basically spent the past 20 years teaching students about the field of corrections, but also working with corrections agencies on various programs. Incredible, wonderful resume. So, Dr. Totaro, is this the first suicide ever known to have occurred in the Metropolitan Correction Center? I'm sure it's not. That, that 
Ah, oh, it's not. So it's hap- it has happened before. Oh, I, I'm 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 sure it has. That facility has been around for decades. And but look at some of the people who have been kept in there: El Chapo, uh, the Al Qaeda operatives, Gambino crime boss uh, John Gotti, Jackie D'Amico, drug kingpin Frank Lucas, Ponzi scheme fraudster Bernie Madoff, even terrorists uh, Omar Abdel Rahman and Ramzi Youssef. None of them were hurt in prison. Isn't that odd? Isn't it odd that a guy like uh, the skunk, the skunk, the fraudster Bernie Madoff, nothing happened to him in jail? Well, nothing happened to him because maybe he decided he didn't want to kill himself, and maybe Epstein did. You have to understand that Epstein was, uh, first of all, notorious, as were the others that you just mentioned. But Epstein had another thing going against him. He's an alleged sex offender. All right, let's say he was a sex maniac used to acting out his id impulses his whole life. Never had any controls over this desire for young girls, right? Uh, are you saying are you okay so that's a rationale for killing yourself once he lost that he figures there's no reason to live well no it, it not necessarily is that my point is that being a sex offender or an alleged sex offender in a jail makes you a uh, prime target number one for all the other inmates and so okay. he was well that's a fairly well-known fact that other inmates hate predators like that and right. they will try to kill them so it could have been a random killing right it was. We have no idea at this point. Um, but what I'm saying is that that is more motivation for a suicide. Oh, you mean he knew that he'd have to look over his shoulder the rest of his life in prison? His life, yes. He, he would not have a, a single moment of peace, no matter where they put him. I would imagine that had he lived and had he wound up doing his time as a convict, he would have, at the very least, have to be in a special housing unit, if not protective custody. Wow. Well, in your experience, then, and I like to say doctor because I also have a Ph.D. minus from the University of California. I'm very proud of it. And to me, a Ph.D. is is the golden rule in people if it's real. Have you noticed anything else strange about the way this case was handled, Dr. Tataro? I've never seen a, a case. Well, then again, most of the cases I deal with do not have nearly the amount of publicity that this one does. But I, I, I did think it was strange uh, that the body was photographed on the way out. Um, mm. Seen that before, but I can also see why it was done. In that they knew that the questions were coming. They knew that every media outlet under the sun, mm. nationally and internationally, was going to be covering this. So I guess maybe they tried to get ahead of it and, and take the photographs. Um, it's not something that I've seen. But then again. Like I said, most of the, the suicide cases I deal with are people who were low-level drug offenders who had fallen through the cracks. Well, yeah, that's all true. That's all true. The picture of him on the stretcher has been dropped by the media, by the way. I'm searching for it right now. It's off the New York Post. The tabloids are already talking about Caitlyn Jenner and Cyrus already. They've taken our mind off this. And yet this is probably the biggest case uh, that I've seen Currently, I don't think anything is bigger than this. It's unheard of for a man of this high-profile nature, tied to so many high-profile Democrats, Republicans, and celebrities. Suddenly, the case is dropped. Yeah, well, uh, it should. It, it'll be interesting to see what what comes out of the investigation. In your experience as an expert on suicides in prisons, is it not unusual that the um, warden of the prison doesn't give some statement within twenty-four hours? 
You know, like I said, the cases that I all deal with don't have publicity around them. The only other one that I, I'd ever been called on, you know, for the media was Aaron Hernandez, which was a big case. But everything else is, are, are people that no one else has ever heard of before, and some of their family members have disowned them. And so, Well, Attorney General Barr is saying, he's sending out a warning today, he just warned everyone, Attorney General Barr says, we'll get to the bottom of what happened. There'll be accountability. And then he said, any co-conspirators should not rest easy. The victims deserve justice, and they will get it. I don't know. What, oh, the victims, the girls. Well, do you really believe that? I don't. I don't think this case is going to stay in the news very long, because I believe that the news uh, power brokers have already met with the power structure, and they're going to sweep this one under the rug. Remember the case of Scalia being found dead in a sleazy motel on a Tex-Mex border? doctor and and he didn't even have an autopsy that one well i can't really speak to that because that's a bit beyond my area of expertise (laughs) (laughs) well we in talk radio think we have expertise on everything so forgive me for the hubris but that's our job uh but his life ended in the most visible prison in the world and i don't see how they're going to sweep it under the rug uh what is the name of your book that people may want to look into this please is suicide and self-harm in prisons and jails, and this is the second edition, which just came out a few months ago. Dr. Tartaro, thank you for being with us on The Savage Nation. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Epstein's final days. It's a legal case. Is it going to go away? Despite the whole world saying what happened, who did it? How did this happen? How could it happen? Right in plain sight. Do you think that the power structure really wants you to know what happened? Common sense would dictate that there would be surveillance footage, if not in the cell. We've already been told, don't look for that. We didn't have any cameras in the cell because probably the ACLU said it violates privacy. But they had surveillance cameras outside every cell in that prison 24-7. So who came and went into the cell first? Then who came and went in and out of that building that day? If you're doing an investigation, that's what you do, right? This is the Savage Nation. We'll get to the callers when I return. In a few minutes. Savage. You've heard the rest. Now you're going to hear the best continuing his questions about this weird, weird death of Epstein. This just came out. From the Washington Examiner, it happened today. Federal investigators raid Epstein's pedophile island. I was afraid the island would be suddenly hit with a tsunami or a a nuclear-laden jet would crash into it. At least a dozen members of Customs and Border Protection, the people that Elizabeth Warren hates, and the FBI landed on Jeffrey Epstein's infamous little St. James-named pedophile island in the U.S. Virgin Islands on Monday, that's today, two days after the accused sex trafficker, was found dead in his prison cell in an apparent suicide. Now, multiple news outlets have captured photos and video of the agents landing at the island's dock by boat, with some agents then getting into golf carts, while other agents appeared to search the surrounding water in scuba gear. Wow, what a movie this is becoming. Now, alleged victims of uh, Epstein claim that the island was used to have sex with underage girls. However, besides the island, Epstein owned a mansion in Manhattan, an estate in Palm Beach, a ranch in New Mexico, and an apartment in Florida. How did he make his money, by the way? How did he make all this money? Is Something's wrong with that whole picture of the money as well. 
A man makes all this money and he spends his time chasing young girls. That's what he does with his with his life. The Bureau of Prisons said Saturday that Epstein was found unresponsive in his cell. But New York City's medical examiner <laughs> uh, is still investigating the cause of death. Now, they did an autopsy. Of course, they haven't released the results. But don't you worry. Oh, no, don't you worry. The ever-famous uh, medical examiner who's on television all the time was there to watch the autopsy. I trust him as much as I trust uh, Bill Clinton's undershorts to be. I can't finish the sentence as a family show. This morning, uh, Attorney General Barr said he was appalled to find out about Epstein's death. And he was learning of serious irregularities at this facility that are deeply concerning. And uh, he wants a thorough investigation. Well, okay. You know what? Barr at least sent Customs and Border Protection and the FBI to Epstein's little St. John's Island. And uh, they then uh, ran around the island. Some of them were in scuba deer gear super dear scuba deer in scuba gear searching for uh evidence that may have been thrown into the water god knows you know what's going on but you know the story is that he kept a diary to blackmail people of high power powered individuals who went on his plane to have shenanigans as they said about bill clinton shenanigans but this time not with women but with underage girls so it's no longer shenanigans, nothing to laugh about. This is as serious as it gets. Uh, doing this to young girls or young boys, to me, should be punished, I would say, with the death penalty, if convicted. And the only way to stop this is with the death penalty. But I'm not in charge of anything. I'm only a question man. I really don't have the answers to most things. I have a lot of questions. But a good question will lead us to a good answer, while no questions and just a cover-up will lead us nowhere except in circles. So I try to raise some good questions, which I hope I have done for you today. And we began uh, with the story that we think there was sexual blackmail involved and that his careful notes are locked in a safe on his private jet or on his island. And I ran a timeline for you, going all the way back to the false Russia investigation, which didn't stick, then the Mueller testimony, which blew up in the Dems' face, and then what happened after that? The Democrat debate where everyone said they're finished, no one could win. What happened next a few days later? What happened? Two mass shootings within 12 hours of each other. What happened next? Epstein is found dead in his jail cell. How do these pieces connect, if at all? I'll let you figure it out. This is the Savage Nation. More tomorrow with God's will and your listenership. The Westwood One Podcast Network.